You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to episode 219 of the Soulforge podcast. Welcome to the Soulforge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Soul Forge. I am your host, Sean, as always. And with me today, I have a special treat for all of you listeners out there in podcast land. Now, as many of you know, I do not only the Soul Forge podcast, I also host or co-host the Cosmic Pizza podcast. And as hinted two weeks ago, thanks, Paul, appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> two weeks ago, I, I teased the Babylon 5 uh, introduction to season four at the end credits. And as of Sunday, the 5th of September, we launched the Epsilon 3 Babylon 5 Rewatch podcast, also hosted by my buddies Paul and Dan from the Cosmic Pizza podcast. And they're with me today, but we're not talking about Babylon 5. We're not talking about Cosmic Pizza. We're talking about the nature of friendship. How are you boys doing? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah. Hard day at work, but you know. It's always good to be, uh, you know, spend the, the evenings with your best friends. That's right. And, and for Ditto. anybody new to the podcast, that's the voice of Paul. And now I shall introduce you to the voice of Dan. I am the voice of Dan. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's always nice to spend time with friends. You see, I've got the other way around. I've got a bad weekend coming up at work or a very busy weekend at work coming up. So I've had it quite easy up to that point, but now it's going to be crunch time. So I'm spending with friends first, and then I'm going to go to work. Oh, there you go. There yeah. you go. That's, yeah. a, that's a good idea. Yeah. And uh, as, as many of our listeners may or may not know, we always record Wednesdays. It's 4 o'clock p.m. my time, but 9 o'clock your time, because you guys are on the other side of the world. Yeah, that's true. And you guys have actually met in real life, but I've never met either. Not for real. No, things. we no, haven't no, met. No, no. no we've, not yet. No, online friends. Not yet, that's right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's a plan, it's a plan. Uh, but anyway, what happened was earlier in the week, dear listeners, uh, I came across a meme that uh, kind of touched my soul, I guess you could say, and I shared it, and it also touched Dan's soul. And it was commented on by so many people, I think it touched a lot of different souls. And since we're on the Soul Forge, that's what we're going to talk about this week. So... I guess to start off with, I should uh, read the meme or the tweet or whatever it was to our listeners so they have some context. So what it is, it's, uh, it's a question that somebody asks, what kind of friend are you? And the answer is, I think I'm a background friend. I don't fit in with any particular group of friends. They're all closer with each other, and I sometimes link on, but am permanent with no one. I think about all these people constantly, but I don't think I cross their minds often. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. It really, I could relate to it. 
So I had to share it, and evidently it uh, touched a lot of other people's souls. Wouldn't you say, boys? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. For me, it was it, it, as soon as I started reading it, I was like, yeah, actually, that kind of relates to every friendship group I've ever had. You know, dating right back to school, there was always that group who then hung out there, and then I would go and meet them on a Friday night, and then there would be another group that I was sort of friends with, and then I'd meet them on the Saturday at the shops, you know, and we'd hang out. And I was never the core member of that group. I was never involved in the organization. I was just like, I was tagged along. I was, I was invited along and that was it. I was never part of the planning process. Uh, and it seems to have been the same sort of thing all the way through, apart from with you guys, of course. Of course, of course. Yeah, and uh, the fact that so many people could relate to this thing, it, it, uh, it was surprising because I thought I was pretty much alone in, in the feeling like that, that I, I've never really had a permanent best friend like throughout my entire life. And, and maybe that's because I, I went to what, five, six, seven different public schools. We moved so many times that it wasn't easy to, uh, to maintain friendships or even make friends because I knew that I wouldn't be there very long. And I think uh, as I was doing minor, minor research for this episode, I, I thought, that's probably why I've always been a collector because even though I moved so many times and nobody was permanent in my life, I always had my stuff and that could be an entirely different show or topic. Hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, so let's talk about uh, the nature of friendships and Paul, do you relate to that uh, meme quite a bit too or? Yes. Yeah, I do. I think um, I, I'm similar position to yourself. I spent a lot of time moving around, but um, it was just at a time when my dad was, you know, obviously moving around uh, for various reasons. His job, um, just started a new family, got a better home for, for the family, and because I moved a lot, I also moved schools a lot. A lot, so it, I spent most of my time trying to make friends, and and you know, not really. When, when I got to the school, everybody already had their friends. There were already groups of of people, so I would, you know, I was trying to get into to various groups and. Mm-hmm hard when you when they already know each other and you're the new guy and you know that you don't really fit and you're trying to find a group that is your type and it, it just didn't really work so I was, I was always on the fringe of other people's groups but then you know in the in the evenings when we came home from school um there would be a, a small group of us in there because we live in a, in a very small cul-de-sac so it was uh, about five or six houses and there was only really two two or three houses out of that that had children of a similar age mm. um so it, it was always you know you, you come back to those sort of friends but they were always you know that was the sort of your home friends if you like you know when you go to school you were trying to get a different set of friends and then we um i moved to a, a school uh, sort of high school that was a, a few more miles away than i was used to and was a you had to cross a border to get to it, basically. I mean, the, the school that we went to really sort of serviced one, one area and our area, which was a little bit further away. Um, and because of that, there was only two or three of us from that area that would go to the school. So again, you were totally, I mean, not only just you know, a different group of friends, but a different group, a different area. You know, people who lived in a different area, played in a different area, had all a lot of shared experiences in their area, but nobody really played in the places that we played in the, in the, you know, the woods that, you know, that we used to play in or the cycle around the streets that we used to, you know, to, to cycle around and all that type of thing. So it was always, 
really, really hard to start again. And, you know, and then halfway through my high school, we moved away to a different school and then came back to that school. And it was the same thing over and over again. So I think that really sort of made me, and I was, I always thought I was a shy person, but I think nowadays they call that, you know, sort of introverted personality. And I was quite happy with my own um, company and playing with my own toys and, and, and what have you. So it was, it, it was always harder to get out and about and, and, play with you know, have certain friends however in high school I did find um, uh, you know, a really good friend and you know there was a small group of us about five of us that was was okay but two or three of those friends were a bit you know they probably they were the same they probably felt the same way you know that they were just on the fringe of a group you know that, that quite, right. didn't quite fit in uh, but two of us in the end we, we've become lifelong friends and and you know that, but we are both still very much on the edges of any any other sort of group so we're very similar okay yeah um now have you guys seen the movie with paul rudd called i love you man hmm i have not okay you you need to watch it uh when when i first watched it i was like holy crap they made a movie about my life (laughs) because the the paul rudd character he uh, he has no real close friends he's got no close dude friends Uh, he's always been closer to women uh so he's he's trying to find a best man for his wedding that's coming up and so he's, he's going on like almost like blind dates and he uh his his future wife tells him to go over to uh, her, her friend's husband's house because they always have like a poker night and so it's this group of five or six friends who've known each other for years and years and i'm like you know what i would like a group of friends like that that i've had for 20 or 30 years and we get together once or twice a week for poker or TV or movies or drinks or something like that. But I've, I've never had that. And so the listeners who have uh, seen that movie, I love you, man, can, can definitely uh, understand where I'm coming from. And, and I see Dan's shaking his head quite a bit. Yeah. It's, you can relate it's the to. same. There are friends that I've had for a very long time. We've met a few of them. Yes. Uh, Owen is probably the, the oldest friend that you guys have met uh, through uh, cosmic pizza. Um, but again, he was the focal point of that group. He was the guy that we would meet up at his house. Everyone would go to his house, but everyone lived within walking distance other than myself. Um, Because uh, I I never moved around. I was always in the same place. Uh, We grew up in the same place, never moved. But I took a a very long bus journey to get to school, to secondary school, at least here. Uh, So the primary school was very close. And then everyone I knew at primary school went to local secondaries. I took a very longer a uh, big jump over to a different school. So there was that break. But even with that distance, that kept that sort of similar experience that you've got, you guys have gone through um, because they all lived close. They all went to the same primary school. They all had that same friendship circle. But then gradually, as things changed to uni as well, um, there was a cluster of friends who I was part of, but I've never felt like I was the center or involved in the the organizational part of it even right and it's almost yeah yeah like if you weren't there they would still be having fun without you yeah exactly there 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 is like a almost a second hand where they're talking about experiences that they've had together but i've never been quite in on it or i've heard that story but i've only heard it second hand i wasn't there when it actually happened um uh, there's there's two great great buddies of mine and we do meet up at least once every year and we try to and we play board games and we go go see a movie we were seeing all the star wars movies but that's a 
kind of come to an end now um but they sort of hang out separately as well so their their families are quite close they might go out for a day or or something like that but they're still quite far away it's quite a big journey uh for me to go and see them um now maybe that is as paul was suggesting that maybe that's a personality trait uh but as i was sort of sharing this status lots of people were saying that's not me but i do kind of skirt along the outsides of some friendships and maybe i have one or two really close friends so i was starting to wonder is it actually a personality trait and that we are all introverts and only introverts will go for this statement or is it actually that this particular statement is a, a very specific thing that uh, i learned about in a in a very dusty old psychology class called a barnum fora ah. effect um, the Barnum Fora effect. And we're going to learn more about that yeah. right after these messages from the ESO network, aren't we? Welcome to Dr. Geek's Laboratory. Dr. Geek here with another reminder that the ESO network is pro-science and pro-vaccine. We urge you to be a superhero and protect yourself, your family, and your fellow geeks around the world. Don't be fooled by the forces of evil and their anti-science misinformation campaign. Consult the latest CDC guidelines, your doctor, and get the COVID vaccine today. Okay, promo for the Flopcast. Let's go. First, I need an adjective. Uh, naked. You need a noun. Wombat. Place. Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Number. Uh, 251. Okay then, the Flopcast is a naked podcast about cartoons, music, comics, movies, and wombats. Find us on the ESO Network and Flopcast.net. Go ahead and listen to it in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. <laughs> 251 times. Okay, and those were fantastic promos. Uh, tell us more about the, the effect here that you researched. Well, it's better to sort of explain it by showing someone. And just I just so happened to have actually put in all of your details, both of you, because I knew we were going to be talking about this uh, this episode. Uh, and I put you both through a personality test. So I just wanted to see if I could get a, a more precise, rather than relying on a meme, I was going to give you a nice, precise personality test. So obviously, I'm not going to say whose results this is. I'm going to wait for you to basically raise your hand. Uh, I know it's great for the listeners, but you know, raise your hand when you hear the results of this test, and you, you'll know who who which it is. And then I'll I'll read the other one as well. So um, this person has a need for other people to like and admire them, uh, uh, yet a tendency to be very critical of themselves. Um, whilst they have some personality weaknesses that are generally able to be compensated for they have quite a considerable uh, capacity to not have that turn to their advantage. They, they can sort of hold it back a bit. Um, very disciplined, self-controlled on the outside, but very worrisome and insecure when they really think about it on the inside. Uh, at times, very serious doubts, uh, whether they have made the right decision about doing the right thing, uh, but they prefer a certain amount of change and variety, becoming dissatisfied with being hemmed in by a restriction or a limitation, uh, really wanting to push themselves. Uh, pride themselves as an independent thinker uh, and uh, don't accept statements without some sort of satisfactory proof. Uh, you found it unwise to be too frank in revealing too much about yourself, but at times you can be quite extroverted and affable and sociable in the right circumstances. Um, but you're very introverted overall uh, and wary and reserved 
but your aspirations your aspirations tend to be very unrealistic but you do compensate it and you eventually fall into that pattern how about uh, who who thinks it's them well paul was raising his I hand my hand but I, I yeah i mean it could quite easily have been sure me but... too yeah it could be either one of us well, that's good because um, that was all a load of baloney. It wasn't a, a personality <laughs> test at all. Um, this I was is, waiting for that. <laughs> this is, this, yeah, I was waiting for the catch. This is a classic thing. This is a Barnum Fora effect, uh, sometimes called an ocean test, where it's no matter what the outcome, uh, no matter who's taken it. Oh, so you froze for a split second Ooh. there, then. Oh, that's right. Um, this is a Barnum for a test, sometimes called an ocean test, where it's regardless of whatever you put into it, whatever uh, anyone comes to this personality test, they will be given the same result because all of those statements are generally applicable to pretty much anyone taking this test. You would have to be either aware of the Barnum for effect or you would have to have some sort of deeper understanding of yourself which goes far beyond most human understanding um you would have to be some sort of god to understand yourself that well um you you fall into the traps the idea of a barnum effect is that there's a generalized statement with something that makes you seem like the better person at the end of the day in the argument uh, and it hypes you up and plays on your willingness to be humble in society as long as you believe that the statements i was just saying were for you and that i was saying it to you you would believe that it was about you and every time i reread that meme that started this whole conversation i wonder is it one of those barnum fora effects because at the very end of the statement it says i think about them but they don't think about me every time i was thinking about that is that, is that true do I think about them more than they think about me? What if I am part of their their world? And what if they feel the same way about me that I don't actually think about them at all? And am I feeling better about myself? Now, Barnum Fora effects, there's a whole long history and there's loads of YouTube videos. Um, sent a short clip to, to Sean as well. Um, the uh, the amazing Randy was a, uh, was a, a magician come skeptic who used to use that exact example. Um, and he would show up how astrology does the exact same thing. Uh, it, it gives blanket statements that people could then interpret into their own lives. So I was wondering if, do we really feel this way about our friendships or is this actually something deeper and we were just all conned by a meme? It, it's quite possible. And, and as I was thinking about this, uh, I was thinking, you know what? I think a lot of this stuff would be solved if we just communicated with people like, how do you really feel about me? And that requires a level of confidence and trust and honesty that sometimes is pretty rare and not everybody can do. Like, I mean, if you're going to ask that question, then you, you, will, you might not get the truth back. You would get something you want to hear. Right. You know, when, you're, when you're face-to-face, I mean, as soon as yes. all your friends go off and start giggling in the corner and you, you know, talking about you again, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's different. But yeah. It, that does require a level of trust. Oh, definitely, definitely. And and I was looking through my, uh, my my list of people that I've known for a long, long time, and I was thinking about you guys too. And uh, like, okay, so the whole reason we started podcasting was because uh, was was because we were doing something for Temporal Trek Dan, and and then we yeah. decided that uh, we, we had such good chemistry that hey, let's do our own show together. And I didn't really know you as well as I knew Paul because I've, I've known Paul for seven plus years. Uh, through the podcasting and I knew you too, but we weren't as close 
I, I think we're we're all in the same level now because we've been doing this for what, how many years? Yeah. But uh, and then I was looking through my my people that I know in real life, and I've known my buddy Andrew since 1987, since grade six, and uh, it was finally in grade six that I went to the same school for a, a number of years, six, seven, and eight, and then high school with the same group of people, and uh, so I've known Andrew since 87, since grade six, and. He lives in Sault Ste. Marie, so I don't see him very often. We, we don't text more than once every couple months, but whenever I'm in the Sioux, I go and visit him, and it's like no time has passed. So that's a cool thing. Uh, and then my buddy, Renee, who often listens to this podcast, he also listens to Cosmic Pizza, and he's now listening to the Epsilon 3 Babylon 5 podcast. I've known him since about 1997, and he was almost my best man at my wedding. But I, I chose somebody else because he was going through uh, mental health issues and I wanted him to have something to live for, which was being my best man. But that's a whole other story. But uh, <laughs> so, Renee, if you're listening, I wanted to pick you, but uh, I was afraid the other guy was going to kill himself. So anyway, uh, Renee and I have known each other since since university. He went to uh, college and I went to university. It was the same campus, though, in North Bay. And uh, every year we uh, we exchange birthday gifts not necessarily on birthdays uh, because his birthday is in April and I didn't see him until I think June or July. So he finally got his birthday gift then. Uh, my birthday just passed and I'm sure he has something for me, but I haven't seen him yet either. <laughs> Even though we talk every day, we're, we're always texting, but we hardly ever see each other. And we only live like 10 minutes away, but we never see each other because he's got a busy, busy life. He's going to, back to school through correspondence. He's got a pile of kids. He's got all kinds of responsibilities. But I don't know if him and I are best friends or not, or we just were close and we've known each other a long time. I don't have anybody that I could point to and say, yeah, see that guy right there? That's my best friend. What about mm. you guys? Do you have that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my my friend, uh, Paul, who we've spoken about on the podcast, um, on the Cosmic Pizza podcast, um, he's the, the guy I've known since 1976 when we first met uh, going into high school. He went on to be... I went on went on to be his best man. He was my best man. We're both uh, godparents to each other's kids. I can honestly say he's he's not only the longest friend I, you know, that I've known. I, he's the best because some of the shared experiences we have and some of the problems and issues that we've both had, we've we've managed to share it and, and work through it. Uh, he's the go-to guy to speak to when you know you've got an, you know a problem uh, that you can't talk to your wife or your or your you know, your family about. Um, my mother once called him. Um, the uh, you know an another son that she never had uh, because we used to spend so much time together when we were younger he was always around our house he'd, he'd have, come and have meals with us you know when we were like 16 17 18 you know just as we were finding our way in life and you know finding out what jobs we were going to be doing so yeah absolutely he is he is you know the best friend i've had we now work in the same same place although we we started off in different careers and we've ended up in the same place so we see a lot of each other um, oh you're lucky yeah, he's he's uh, you know the best friend I've ever had. He's he's a brother. He's, he's not not even a friend. He's my brother. You know, he, he's you know, yeah. we're that close. I have other friends that I've made more recently in the last ten years, or even longer than that. In fact, uh, sorry, uh, Lee that we've mentioned. Uh, he's been on on the Cosmic Pizza, um, and there's a group that basically I've met through my wife's church. Uh, they all uh, you know a part of the church group that they were that they had. They held held a quiz night one time, and we all sort of. A couple of us who are not so much churchy sort of turned up and and um, got talking and, and we created a film night out of it. So now we have a film night group, which we, we're just hopefully restarting again this month uh, after a bit of a hiatus through uh, COVID. 
and that's a good group of friends that we you know we got we you know it's the you know share a film have a pizza a few drinks sort of friends that you know like we, the weekly poker night game yeah yeah that's it yeah that sort of thing and they are really good group you know good friends and that we can have a good laugh with them but i wouldn't necessarily share as much as i would with them it's it's the sort of night you have together with them that you just want to have a good time you know you, you like yeah. you know, go down the pub with your mates type of thing but you wouldn't necessarily share that you know, you've got you know issues or problems or whatever right. so uh, but i mean th- they have really sort of come recently and and again they you know that sort of group of people have gone off and done separate things and you know I don't want to say without me, but you know, with with not with me not present for whatever reason, um, and that's where I got that I'm on the periphery of the, of that of that group. Oh, yes. But it's always down to me to organise the film night, so it's, <laughs> right. so it's always up to me to get the group together uh, yes. when I want to be there. Mm. But it's but when they you know nobody sort of steps forward and says why don't we have a film night this week and and, and organises it. I am the organiser of it, so. Uh, um, but yeah, that's 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 my sort of group of friends, if you like. Okay, and, and Dan, um, I'm friendless. I've got nobody. I got nobody. Um, oh. No, it's I've got the be- the guy who was my best friend, a uh, best man uh, at the wedding. Um, we've kept in contact, but again, he has a stronger base of friends because he's a teacher, so he hangs out with other teachers, not necessarily from his school, but people he grew up with who also became teachers, and they have a strong presence. I go and join them for games nights and things like that, but again, I am not a core member of that group, so I maybe go once a year. Um, same with uh, the other friends that uh, I mentioned earlier, um, Steve and Dave, they won't mind me mentioning them, um, but we hang up at least once a year. There's another friend, another Dan H., we met way back when, because we were both Dan with an H as our surname, we were placed together in an English group and we just formed a friendship just purely from the fact that we were sitting next to each other alphabetically in an English class. Mm-hmm. And he is probably the longest running standing friend. But again, we talk, you know, by text, maybe twice, maybe three times a year. Um, he's the only friend I could say that instant shorthand. You could just start start talking and it's almost like we haven't, you know, uh, been apart for ages but again i don't right. really get to see him um that could be a, a whole part of you know being a stay-at-home dad has sort of changed that dynamic uh, the fact that i haven't you know been in a single job for more than a few years at a time so for the last 20 years it hasn't really been a stable friendship group environment um but other than you guys i think you have been the most consistent friends i've ever had and i love you guys oh, oh we love you too, love Dan. You too Dan. Oh, man. Because we're the three best <laughs> friends that anybody could ever ask. However, that goes from the hangover. I'll, I'll try to find a YouTube clip and insert it because I can't sing. And we're the three best friends that anybody could have. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. And we'll never, ever, 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 ever leave each other. We're the best three friends But uh, yeah, I, I can totally relate. Your, your, your friend Dan H is like my friend Andrew. Uh, we hung out all throughout high school. I was like his mom's third child. It was, it was great. But I see him once or twice a year when I happen to go to the zoo, but that's it. And, and much like uh, Paul has to organize movie nights, for a while I was organizing uh, Sunday morning coffee club and just having people come over. 
you know, and we did that probably for a good year and a half or two years, but nobody else would ever organize it. We wouldn't have it anywhere else. It always had to be me. And I had to text people and message people on Facebook. It was, it was annoying. I, I finally put an end to it because nobody was contributing and I felt like I was just the only one doing anything. It was annoying. So. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. It's uh, it, it, it now and again, you want to actually go to something you know, rather than yeah, be the organizer of it. That's right. It, that's right. It's like I, I can't remember the last time I went to a barbecue. You know, it's uh, mm. it's one of those things. I organize them all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than family barbecues, like we have the family barbecues, we have the get-togethers where I see the family, but friends and barbecues, that's something that happens way back in the past. You know, that's that's the memories I always have. But again, always going to someone else's, never organizing it. When we did organize it, it was my um, flatmates who were organizing it and it was all their circles of friends who just happened to be the same friends I had. I really wasn't bringing anyone to the table. <laughs> there was literally no one. Um, the, the few times I had friends who visited me from back home from old friendship circles, it would just be us and we would go for a smaller night out and we wouldn't do the big parties and things like that just because it didn't overlap. It wasn't the same time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so very strange. I'm just, I'm just a lousy friend. Ugh. Well, I can't the way I'd like to think about it <laughs> is that you know what uh, maybe the people that are important to us we're just as important to them but they don't tell us because maybe they're they don't have the same communication style they're not as uh, confident maybe they're extroverts and whatever and we're introverts and so we think more i don't know maybe but uh yeah so that's uh that's pretty much this week's topic and i just thought it was very interesting and uh who who better to discuss it than the three of us yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Dan, you may you may think you're a lousy friend, but you're our lousy friend. Thanks, man. That's okay. I'm just gonna go cry myself and, to sleep. <laughs> and and you called Eagle Moss for me to get them to change my address on my credit card information. Very true. But then, so I didn't have to call long distance to the. the that's any excuse to really call a company and just have a go, really, more than anything else. That's that that's a pastime. Uh, and and did I did I cry? Did I have a go at you, Sean, when you broke the mug that I sent to you? Yeah. Cost me a fortune, no. didn't know. Yeah, I, I know. Except I didn't break the mug. It, it was it was Julie and her kid. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, I think this is a good place to end it, unless there's any concluding thoughts that we have. Nothing I can think of. Nope. Okay, sounds good to me. Uh, listeners, if you have any thoughts, why don't you send us an email at soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. I know that you won't because nobody ever does. And that's okay, because I think about you guys more than you think about me, and that's perfectly fine. But anyway, don't forget to leave a five-star review in the podcatcher of your choice. Check out Dan's Temporal Trek podcast. Check out the Cosmic Pizza podcast that the three of us do. Check out the Epsilon 3 podcast that the three of us do. Uh, And, of course, stay tuned for another exciting episode of the Soul Forge next week. But until then, take care and remember... Sometimes you're not invited, so you won't steal the attention. Remember that. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. 
marry me? Yes! Peter already booked the place we went for that long weekend. So romantic. So romantic. She doesn't know she's on speakerphone. That's where you guys had sex for the first time, right? Wow. Marry him. Lock that tongue down, girl. So you're not gonna have a best man? Um, here's the thing, Zoe. Peter's always been a girlfriend guy. All his dude friends just fell by the wayside. Why is it weird that I had girlfriends? Nothing. We're just saying you never really had a best friend is all. Well, who's your best friend? Your brother, Robbie. What's up? He's about the coolest guy I know. So what do I do? How do I meet friends? If you see a cool-looking guy, strike up a conversation and ask him on a mandate. Okay, you know what I mean? No. Casual lunch or after-work drinks. You're not taking these boys to see The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, God, I love that movie. No, I won't. He just moved to L.A. His mother says he's so excited to meet you. I really enjoyed this. Awesome. Yeah, he got up in there. Like tongue? A whole bunch of tongue deep in my mouth. I'm Peter Clavin. I'm the realtor. Sydney Fife. Hey, check out these two. That guy needs to fart. He does seem to be clenching. Watch the leg. Boom. He farted in my open house. He sure did. I'm thinking it might be a little bit small. Totally, and it smells like fart. Hey, Sydney. I could be in Venice by five. I can do that. This is a mandate. He's the most beautiful dog in the world. In your plastic bag? Or... Oh, no, I don't clean up after my dog. Damn it! How about cleaning up after your dog? You mind your own! What the f***? Society tells us to act civilized, but the truth is we're animals, and sometimes you gotta let it out. Try it. Ah! Respect the process. Ah! Yeah, you feel better? Yeah. Wanna get a corn dog? Yeah! Let's go. What do you guys do for seven straight hours? Yeah, Pete. So is he your best man? It's way too early to tell. Sweet, sweet hanging. Truth is, I've been a girlfriend guy, but out of all those girls, you're the only one that wanted me to have my own life. It's like one of the most romantic things I could ever think of. What's up? Come on. Hey, geek! I just stepped in your dog's crap! <laughs> This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.